0: Hi, my name is Vincent Savas. Welcome to my studio and I'm looking forward to showing you a couple pieces. right, which gives us a look into the foundation of what art means, right, and it a lot of times it kind of plays the role as something that documents historical contexts, and where the journey kind of begins is understanding the human experience and then transcending through it. So, we find ourselves in these compressed spaces within these paintings, you know, there's a lot of clutter and it, but then there's also this cohesive distress, which is entangled with uh, this stream of feelings, you know, and all this stuff. But then you ask yourself, where do I find Zen? Where do I recreate myself to go on a, on a meaningful pilgrimage, you know? And then that's when I feel, if you don't know, mind like getting up with me, go over to these paintings which revolve more around color, you know, and that exalt themselves in this expression, in the color. And so here, for instance, if I take you to see a of grass, right over here, you can see the texture within the fabric, but then you can also see the balance with the environment itself. And this is when I started delving into dimensions that deal with the environment, you know, and to really understand the character that's in the painting itself, but also to understand the the environment that the characters in the paintings live in. So then we arrive into a space that looks a little bit like this. Still carrying the same color scheme and having just this approach, you know, where you have a strong composition. You can understand that these are eyes that you're looking at and maybe something here more refined, which is a butterfly, but then also subconsciously in this abstract way saying that this could also be a butterfly, right? And there is this duality right between this uh, kind of exaggerated dimension but then also when we go back over to paintings like the head of Goliath and within our star system you get it's a little more relatable because it feels more human right and this revolves back to the question of what does it mean to be human right so there's this pursuit towards happiness and this painting itself is named deep appreciation so you can see this pursuit to appreciate the simplest things in life. Which becomes a quest of its own because it's not considered an easy thing to do to appreciate the simplicity of life.
1: What's up, my loved ones, my friends, my fans, Lucifer Constantine, welcome to Spliff Talk. Today we have a very special guest, artist, innovator, creative enthusiast, Vince. Vince, introduce yourself to everybody.
0: Hello, world. My name is Vincent Savas. Uh, I'm greatly Feel to some extent that we all are artists,
1: artists,
0: <laughs> But man, it's the it's the power of expression. Yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm really grateful to be on this podcast, and that that you took the time, man, to talk to talk with me.
1: Thanks, bro. Thanks, bro. I really appreciate you being on the show. You know, I know that you've been a fan of it since I told you about it and stuff like that. So this has been a long time coming. Like you said earlier, predestined.
0: Yes, right, right. God predestined, sets a certain right? times, right, right. Yeah. So
1: tonight is predestined. So as tradition, what we always do, we light up a spliff, blunt, joint, whatever, uh, whatever floats your boat. You know what I mean? So, Vince, why I light like this blunt? What made you be the artist that you are today? Like, what, what, what inspired you to be? become who you are?
0: That's a deep question.
1: You don't have to go too deep if you don't want to.
0: See, let's explore, let's explore. Mm -hmm. What made me become an artist? Let's say the vision started somewhere with the idea that our conscious mind is walking through life constantly pulverizing our perspective. And a lot of times we want to understand how can we channel this energy? How can we express ourselves so the world can see what we really want to say? Mm. And I think those were like the earliest days of like seeing graffiti artists just getting to a certain wall, expressing their name, uh, which allowed me to kind of uh, get a sense for the depth of what art means.
1: Okay. Yeah, I I feel that because, you know, art is a form of of expressing what lives in your conscious mind. Yes. Right? How you perceive the world, how you feel about it, right? Art has all those little characteristics about us. Yeah. Thank you. And um, now, when it comes to cannabis, right, how do you feel about it in, in terms of your craft?
0: So, I would say I started smoking when... I, in the early, I mean, I'm talking about the the earliest days of when, I'm trying, now I'm, now
1: I'm like trying like Teenage to delve years? In,
0: teenage years. Yeah. Yeah. High school. I mean, I started smoking heavy in high school.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And did that, you feel like, did, why did you start smoking? Like, did you do it for like creative reasons or did you do it because your friends wanted you to or?
0: You know, I think it was the best way to spend time with myself.
1: Mm. So you smoked a lot alone?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. Mm, mm. Okay.
0: But at the same time, I was one of the uh, first people to have, like, people to come over to their house and be able to smoke at the house. So I would always get lit up to it. So it was that process of I would have people pull up. We'd work on projects. hmm And at the same time, at the end of the night, I would be able to just smoke that blind reflect. And so I found these kind of Shaolin temples where I would delve into my deepest states of Zen. Mm -hmm. And I could kind of uh, get a bird's eye view on what the week could look like. And, you know, a lot of times people say weed could potentially make you lazy and this and that. But I feel like if you have a certain drive and enthusiasm towards life, and your mind is on go, constantly. Mm -hmm. I think weed has the power to just uh, slow things down a little bit just enough so you could gain a strong perspective on life.
1: I definitely agree with you on that because... So, I didn't start smoking until... uh, We're in 2021, five years ago, in 2016, right? So before that, growing up, My mind was wired, like always thinking about things. I could never get it to shut up, you know, um, maybe part of the that's part of the reason why I started smoking cigarettes when I was in the military, you know, to kind of like ease my anxiety because I was a very active and restless kid. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So like when I started smoking weed, I had that same uh, feedback where like when I would smoke, I was able to slow things down you know, reflect, you know, meditate on my thoughts. And it helped me a lot, especially because I was easily prone to depression. Mm -hmm. So um, it was very hard for me to not be so fucking anxious, you know, and weed helped me a lot with that, like to calm myself down, to soothe myself, you know?
0: Did you feel like a part of you was always living in the future? Like, were you pre-anticipating events and just life and stuff
1: all the time all the time and a lot of it has to do with my dreams and then because you know i would dream about stuff and then they would happen and i would feel like it was deja vu mm-hmm. but also my mind naturally was always calculating all my moves yeah, like chess yeah. you know like i'm always thinking about the future i'm always thinking about the choices and how they affect other people mm-hmm. you know i'm always like aware
0: so almost like this M- multi-dimensional understanding of not only the self, but on what is going on in your environment.
1: Right, right.
0: And, and <clears throat> let me ask you: so, if like if like, you're going through life with this like hyperactive perspective, right, right? it's when you spend a little time with yourself at the end of the day, where you could kind of make set, like you could kind of sum it all up again, and then say tomorrow you got to do it all over but with this kind of understanding that you can have this moment of zen with yourself at the end of the day.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I definitely had that like a lot. I, I, st- I still have that almost every night where like when I'm smoking in my room, there are times where I just smoke and I just listen to music and I just bring it all together. And just times where I just smoke and I wanna just distract my mind and watch cartoons or something like that, you yeah. know? What, did you have like that same uh, reaction and feelings like I did?
0: Yeah, I would say that I relate to the idea of that there are certain times that I'm specifically just looking to listen to songs that help me feel exactly what I'm trying to work through.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then
0: there's times when I want to just operate in this kind of like mind numbing way that I don't have to think too deeply. Mm-hmm. So I find that bad. But either way, weed is this kind of recreational thing that I could explore both avenues mm-hmm. and it's productive.
1: Mm-hmm. No, I I, I I see that. Yeah, like because like... It, that's like kind of the beautiful thing about art, you know, because we're yeah. both artists, you know, you're a painter, you know, I grew up drawing and painting and doing graphic design, yeah. you know, yeah. isn't it crazy that when you're an artist, because, you know, I haven't really met other people who are not artists that <laughs> feel like this, because most people are like on the go or like they're focused on their specific passions. Yeah. But I find with artists, we have a way of connecting things. Yes, right? Yeah. Like, For example, um, when we listen to music, right? Where you said, sometimes you listen to music to kind of deal with the emotional baggage that you're going through, right? Yeah. Funny enough how like sometimes that happens spontaneously, right? Where you're just listening to the radio and then the perfect song comes up. Yes. and And it's talking about what you're feeling. Yeah. Right? Or you maybe see an art piece that expresses how you feel. You know, and, and, and we make those connections and we incorporate it into our art pieces. Yeah. And you do that. Right. Yeah. So talk a little bit more about that. Like what, what where do you draw your inspiration from?
0: At times I could even say that it feels like a therapeutic experience. So. You made a great point with this. that artists do uh, about connecting the dots and with art itself I feel that the process itself people can kind of entangle themselves and say hey I want to be structurally correct so I'm taking my time to paint a still life I'm learning how to draw figures and stuff like that and then you can try to call yourself an artist you know in this space but True artistry is the mastery of the mind and being able to walk through life and f- experience the inspiration simultaneously with the idea of developing thoughts and 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 I you know being able to find the depths and meaning. You know, people want to talk about landscapes, but don't understand the beauty of the blade of grass.
1: Right. So you're talking about it in the sense of artists we look at things very differently mm-hmm. right we don't just look at the picture mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of life right yeah but we look at what makes that picture a picture yes what makes it beautiful what makes it green what makes yeah. it straight what yeah. makes it curve yeah you know what makes it dark light yeah right mm-hmm. and, and and that's most of your experience right like you you take your inspiration from all these little details that are in things yeah. and you and you make it into something else
0: that's absolute yeah right that's accurate yeah
1: you know it, it's kind of crazy cuz like and i say that line a lot i say it's kind of crazy you know because when you start to pay attention to to crazy shit mm-hmm. that isn't crazy it's the universe it's the code it's in everything you yeah. know but it, what I call crazy is how you don't always make the connections, right? Because sometimes things happen in life that are so spontaneous, that feel like they don't go together, that they're far apart, but then you realize that they're all part of the same spectrum.
0: Yeah, that's...
1: Right? Yeah, um, It kind of goes into uh, some phil- some philosophical beliefs of that no thought is original, right? That all our thoughts are connected And based off our personality, we draw on specific thoughts that others share, right? That's why like people like me and you can relate, even though we only just met recently, you know? Mm -hmm. So like art is the same way, you know, because art art isn't really original, you know? Most people's original art is always drawn from something that's also considered original, but isn't original. You know yeah isn't that kind of a a a crazy concept like how we try to be original but we're always drawing from other things that already exist that are really the origins of everything
0: and then it brings us closer to that universal consciousness in a way right and then there are these um ancient archetypes Mm -hmm. that are basically, let's say, the the, the fundamental algorithm of how life can proceed. You know, so let's say you have the the, the winds of the Sahara Desert that blow over to the Amazon, that expand this, you know, then these bugs are growing this, and then there's this constant creation, this flow. Mm -hmm. And um, in the Tao Te Ching, there's the philosophy of Wu Wei, you know? And when we connect into the effortlessness of it all, I feel like that's where so like let's say life is constantly trying to pitch you something and it's in this idea of just being able to find the depths of uh pure appreciation in the simplest forms mm-hmm. that we can consider that artistry and then you know individuals like you and i have a mission in this world to kind of state that but also live it in to such an extent that it expire it inspires the uh uh The, the, I I, I guess what I'm trying to say is Meaning, right? And then in a world of, uh, let's say like, if you want to say like restlessness, right? And then if we, like, where do you find meaning, you know? And then what, if you just look at the pigment itself, and canvas we're just talking about uh, materialism you know
1: mm. so
0: so we're on this quest to find depth and understanding and I guess the only sword and shield that we really end up carrying is the creativity the mind and then people would try to say like creativity like it's something that you got to go to art school for
1: right
0: but and we both know that it's not right. you know because we prevail and it becomes a real crusade because in this fight towards uh conformity right we're kind of roaring with this courageous nature to to be who we who we are predestined to be right and i I, and like again we we these become links and channels like every night when we get smoking and a lot of times you know we were talking about 50 years ago x and y there people are going to jail for life and x and y for pushing it we're talking about there's a real war going on out here Mm -hmm. you know and uh, to really uh, voice against the opposition to such a degree that we express love in the fullest depths that our craft can move the hearts of mankind Mm mm-hmm and, and that's where, I guess, we could search and find, again, meaning.
1: hmm 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 So you touched on meaning, right? Now, what is meaning to you?
0: say if I like, like that meaning is breath meaning is breath if if someone would walk up to you and just say I'm spiritual right and they go into a m- million different books that have been read they talk about all this these things that uh, can potentially be understood mm-hmm. but the complexity for the for the for, for the organism itself, so sustained breath, and then what I'm talking about is deep states because when we just thought about the word meaning, we we think about this global connectivity, and in that we get back to the word breath, right? And then this idea of religion that pitches spirituality,
1: mm. mm-hmm.
0: and then we kind of see that the sales pitch is everyone wants to understand what what meaning is and then we can simplify it by this interconnective thing that we all use called breath
1: Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm because so to summarize what you're saying i'm gonna put it in simple words living is meaning Mm -hmm. breathing knowing that you're alive right but the problem with well the flaw i would say it's not really a problem but it's kind of like a flaw right mm-hmm. but it's a necess- a necessary flaw with humans is that we always need to find meaning outside of ourselves and therefore we seek it in spirituality religion right yeah but what's crazy is that true meaning if true meaning is breathing and living right then that means that true meaning for others is the same right and therefore, the only true meaning is humanity, mm. right? We, we always try to find connection with something outside of ourselves when it comes to spirituality, the heavens, mythology. But we don't try to find connection with each other more often. You know, it's shown in our history that most of the time the human race is dogmatized by some belief, you know, by some societal uh, point of view, right? And um, Mm -hmm. me and you, um, we look at life kind of the same, right? Because when we realize that there's no true self, true sense of self, yeah. right? What's your point of view on that?
0: Going into that idea and the depths of the individual being able to understand the concept of that there is no sense of self, um, Allows one to relinquish the ego, and you know what it is is. We wanna learn what the word love means, you know, and in that we wanna pursue it ferociously.
1: Right, right, yeah. right. We do we do a pursue love ferociously. Why do you think that is? Is because because I know why I think it is, but. What I wanna hear what you have to say first.
0: I would say the safest place that we've ever existed in isn't our mother's womb.
1: Ah. That's a good that's a good point.
0: And this idea of returning home is a impossible quest. So uh, this nurturing and uh, uh, I mean if, if we base it on truth and understanding is this idea of um, compassion
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, because then the pain that we've been dealt we understand that uh, on a greater or lesser scale it's been felt through all time mm-hmm. and then there is a certain sacrificial process in the making because we have to allow ourselves to die You know, and it's the idea of everything that you thought you knew to be true has to cease to exist
1: well I don't think it ceases to exist I think death is one of those fears that are unnecessary Mm -hmm. and this is why we've seen in life that there is an endless cycle of birth and rebirth right not not really death because even plants a forest can burn down one day and grow exponentially the next right animals always find a way to adapt, you know, and looking at life as life and then death instead of birth and rebirth, you know, it gives it kind of like a negative uh, aspect to it, right? Mm -hmm. Because what is death? Death is, if death is nothingness, Mm -hmm. then it's nothingness. Mm. Then honestly, it doesn't matter what you feel about death. So why be afraid of it? You know? Yeah. you know, people, you have those people who hold on too much to life and become obsessed with avoiding death right. as much as possible, right? But death is a natural order of things, but it doesn't mean that we cease to exist. Mm-hmm. There are many beliefs, no matter how different and far apart they are, that all lead to the same universal truth and also testimonials from many human beings who have seeing a glimpse of the afterlife, I also testified the same thing. And then that is, there is something, we just don't know what it is. Yeah. And it's that unknown feeling that gives us fear, mm-hmm. right? But mm-hmm. what does it matter? If the only thing that matters right now is that you're breathing, mm-hmm. that you're living, that you're existing, Yeah. so why not just take advantage of it? Enjoy it to its fullest, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, no, that's accurate. That's really good, yeah.
1: Hmm. But the sense of self is the issue, right? Mm. The ego, like you said. Yeah. Right? Because let me ask you this. Do you feel like who you are as an individual Mm -hmm. is your ego or is the ego separate from who you are?
0: That's a good question. I think that as far as myself talking Mm -hmm. it it's one consciousness amongst infinite consciousnesses um uh questing to understand itself Mm -hmm. and I think what happened a little differently in this consciousness is that I just echo the, uh, I think the depths of the chamber of like all consciousnesses, like, you know, and that's the idea of saying, when I say my consciousness, I'm saying the artist consciousness. So I want to preach that every individual, every individual has the artist consciousness if they choose to kind of create in a creative form, mm-hmm. whether it's through music or dance, acting, painting, paintings, movies, mm-hmm. um, all these different avenues. Uh, mm-hmm. Then you can echo all of life that has ever existed and you mm-hmm. can see it in every movie, every painting mm-hmm. and everything that has ever existed creatively.
1: But is it you or is it your ego? Because uh, it,
0: It's definitely the ego. It's definitely the ego. But, the, all, but uh, by I, the
1: same time as you. Right, because it's
0: it's it's the it's the most vain part of me. It's the mm. it's the it's the part of me that wants to be loved by every human being. That wants to feel important. That wants to feel important. Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. And and that basically explains it, right? Because our ego is what motivates us. Mm-hmm. If we didn't have any ego, we wouldn't have any ambition. Yeah. Right. Not everybody who has an ego, people. You know, there's different types of egos. You know, there's ambitious ego, and then there's depressing ego where you just. Feel like everything is negative like nothing is ever going to go your way you get stuck in that negative ego yeah right like you're not important right and but we have to have like a balance at the same time because we can't live without the ego but mm-hmm. you know it's hard to live with it right because we got to balance it we got to make choices that don't affect other people because we have to care right and that's why the sense of self understanding that is a is is important because even though you have a sense of self, right? The truth, the absolute truth is that we are part of the infinite mind. Yeah.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's well said. yeah. That's what I'll say. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's accurate. Yeah.
1: How does that make you feel knowing that like that we're part of, a consciousness, an infinite consciousness.
0: It it inspires me uh, to pursue uh, deep learning, machine learning, going into like tech, like AI, and you know all these different avenues mm-hmm. that become strong reflections of the human spirit. Right, and uh, and that's why even in like. Uh, these new developments in currency and just all these avenues that explore the human potential. And I and that's that's just I feel I feel really excited ultimately about what we as humans can achieve in this lifetime.
1: Mm. Mm. <clears throat> I agree. You know, and 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 I feel like people are avoiding to realize that The only way that we can accomplish things is when we are together when we connect to each other when we put our ego to the side in order to care and be vulnerable with others and that's hard right because we battle with loneliness Mm -hmm. the loneliness of the sense of self
0: yeah
1: right being an individual and understanding that you are is a lonely road yeah right we find importance to our, like, you know, and that's like, kind of like the battle, right? Because you're supposed to self-soothe.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You're supposed to learn how to self-soothe, right? Yeah. But when you do that too much, you can end up becoming very independent. Right, 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 right. And not caring, being yeah. selfish. Yeah. Right? You feel like you have gone through that? like
0: I've, Yeah, and I, I, I feel that I kind of, for a long while, took up my own counsel in the mind, and i kind of uh created my own kind of world you know and but the thing is when you understand that every human being is its own galaxy and the only way is like in this process that you were talking about we were talking about about this interconnectedness, you know and this is when we really get perspective because ultimately like you know in this space of isolation we can go to the peaks and feels so enlightened, and then we kind of then create like a uh, uh, a disconnect, right? From being able to express this enlightenment in a way, right? And I feel like it's in moments like when we get together that we can share ideas, you know, and, and hear each other and say like that, we aren't alone in the journey. Never, never that we probably felt alone in those spaces, in those uh, uh, kind of temples of the mind, uh, but it, it's when we actually step outside and we know it, that it's all the things that, you know, that people are feeling just like how we are and that we can also express it creatively through the podcast, through platforms that allow communication and that people then understand that they felt the same way.
1: Right, and it's, and, 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 and that's the other crazy part, yeah. that we still, even though we, we create those things through our ego, And through our selfishness and uh, awareness of sense of self, we're always still trying to connect Mm -hmm. in some way, right, with others who are interested in what we have to produce and what we make and who we are, what we talk about, right? Yeah. So at the end of the day, you do your art for yourself, but at the same time, you're also doing it for others, Yeah. which is... I don't know. How, how do you feel about that?
0: Uh, that, I, that I think is the true meaning of being an artist. It is that sense of selflessness where you're creating for the human consciousness. Mm. And, and that I feel is what creates uh, something that can be globalized and felt not only in your own country, but just all over the world. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that's pretty powerful because I know like as Americans, we have a certain kind of uh i don't want to get into like sense of entitlement right that's what Mm -hmm. it basically comes down to but if we could turn it into something meaningful right you know like these platforms and where we could just be able to express the power of creativity and being able to and and once we eliminate the ego structure we need to keep the ego structure to be able to move forward in life and be able to brand and develop and market. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. No. Yeah. You, you you hit it right on the nail. Yeah. Like it starts with us but then it ends up becoming about others.
0: Yeah. That's really well said. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. And that's, that's what's the most important thing. You know? And weed is one of those things that bring people together. Yeah. Right? That's true. You know? Yeah. How many of how many experiences have you had where like you've met people just because of smoking with weed?
0: No, it definitely it's like a it's a it's its own uh community in a sense, you know. I I would say that the people that you relate to the most probably smoke weed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And but in the sense that and where I think I think these are the individuals that live on the edge of life, you know? And not to say that smoking weed is badass or anything like that or to highlight it in any different direction, mm-hmm. you know? But in a way, it just allows you to kind of step out of the norm, you know? And the future of cannabis could is going to have a healing property you know that, that's why to be able to go into the marketing aspect of of cannabis i think there's going to be an investment opportunity there but also in the medical field there's a huge opportunity in people with epilepsy you mm-hmm. know and all these different dimensions and mm-hmm. that's why um the insane asylums probably wouldn't want to uh, promote and push you know so there's certain angles and depths of legalization and just taking it into those realms but uh, i feel like as artists we can uh create markets you know where we can reinvest capital into just uh shining light on the positives
1: of cannabis yeah
0: cannabis yeah
1: Yeah. no yeah it's definitely stuff that's why i started this show because you know i want to show the different dynamics of how weed influences people you know and how it brings people together you know the benefits of it you know because I was one of those people who grew up against weed mm-hmm. you know and that was because of my parents you know mm-hmm. their influence and stuff I was a no-no and you know I even judge people who smoke weed and look at me now <laughs> I think if I met younger me when I was in high school he'd be scared of shit <laughs> He'd be like what the fuck are you doing with your future <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, bro, I really appreciate you being on the show, you know, Thank you, bro. Um, I love your artwork, like I really do. It's so unique, you know, I haven't seen anything like it, you know, uh, definitely if you guys want to check out his artwork, I'll put some links in the video, you know, uh, put your social media links as well so that people can uh, reach out to you if they want a piece, you know, because you got to admit, like, it's beautiful. Very beautiful. Thank you very much, bro. All right, bro. Well, we're going to end it right here. And uh peace out. Love you guys. Like, comment, subscribe. Check out my other vids, you know, but yeah. Thank Thanks, bro. Thank you so much, brother. Thank you. Peace.